You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast here on the Blogging the Boys Podcast Network, powered by SB Nation. Your host, Dave Sturcho, alongside nationally known comedian Brett Ernst and, of course, America's fan, Keith Ernst. Fellas, how are we doing? The Cowboys can't seem to win. <laughs> I just came back. I just came back from Philly, okay? And I, I was going to film it, but I was in the bar. And we were, there was a bunch of guys there. And then I started going, hey, and they were talking to me. And I was going to go, hey, as I was doing chip toast to Tom Landry. <laughs> In Philadelphia. Trying to scotch. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I should have filmed it. Uh, it would have been good. It would have been good. Enemy territory. They were like, F you. They were getting all worked out. They were well, nice on it. Like we were playing. That's good, man. I, yeah, I saw some of that video. Some of the uh, the stuff over there it looks like you had yourself a good time. But somebody that didn't have a good time is uh, as we start the little quick little recap of yesterday's um, event as we played uh, the Houston Texans, who, in all estimation, if they don't have a guy like Deshaun Watson, I can't see this team winning like more than like three or four games. So they're that bad, but they played that. Uh, they played well in the beginning, and one reason why is that Garrett Gilbert started our game, um, and he was stripped and gave the Texans back the ball uh, on the 23-yard line. So you really can't judge the the first team defense on that. You know they they held them to actually they got them to fourth and one. They went for it and got it. So they, they could have almost had a three and out with a field goal. Had this been a normal regular season game, we would have held them to three. Um, but the first team defense, I will say played pretty good. Uh, they only gave up seven points. Do you guys feel the same way about the defense at least? I think that yeah. the defense played uh, amazing. I meant uh, the – I was going to say the Texans were 0 for 10 on third downs. Yeah. I meant – That's Give me good. a break. The Texans had a 73 total yards offense in the first half. Okay. As a matter of fact, the Texans had maybe one real, one real drive – with 11 minutes left in the fourth quarter where they actually drove themselves in the field goal range. Everything else was a pick six from Danucci, was the fumble from Gilbert, um, was the other interception from Danucci that put the defense in very, very bad positions. The defense played very well. And as I look at it, they really only had three true points scored against them. That's it in the fourth quarter. So, yes, the defense played amazing. Right. Yeah, I mean, Keith summed it up 100%. I mean, double O, great. Double O, come on. These are the guys. Oh, here, here's the thing. These are the guys that are going to have to step up in replacement while we wait for, you know, for, um, why oh, can't, wow, just drawing a blank. Uh, our what defensive tackle. No, no, no. Our defensive tackle starter. Why can't I think of his name? They got hurt. Why? I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Help. Yeah. Sorry. Ne Neville Gallimore. I don't know. Oh, so, yeah. So while we wait. Oh, go ahead, bro. Sorry. No, no, no. I, I was, I, I, I named, I thought Lawrence, nope. and, you know. Well, this is what I like. Whatever. This is what I like. What I'm seeing from the defense is, and the, the players that are making these plays, none of them were on the team last year. Correct. Keanu Kean, O'Neal, freaking uh, um, Parsons, uh, uh, Cox, mm -hmm. um, you know, 007. I meant these, I mean, these are all players. These are all new players that are hustling under, it seems to be a really good system. So, we should be excited. Yeah, Jabril, and, Jabril Cox, another ta uh, four tackles, three solo, one for a loss. So that kid's been balling out there for the first yeah, couple listen, weeks. Man, this is this is a good sign. We got uh, we got rotation, and that's yes. very important. You yeah. know what I mean? We got we got some good rotation. Yes. And, so and right now we can have four. If we had four starters, we have eight defensive backs, six linebackers, and an eight defensive linemen in that rotation. Right now we have a solid first and second string. As and a, yeah, know, from from what it, we've it, seen, yeah, really solid. And I like that kid too, man. Um, 
The kid from the African kid that was on Hard Knocks. Kamara. Come on, yeah, dude. This kid, man. Now you think about it. They got him coming from the edge, but you could stand that kid up. He's, I think he's. I, he's I was just saying he's got the build and the mold to be an outside linebacker type situation where like you got to take his hand out of the dirt. But again, he's very small and undersized for a defensive end, and it'll be interesting to see. You know, I'm sure they'll follow him around on hard knocks this year, uh, this week. Uh, you know, you got you got to think of it this way too. Like you get a guy like Keanu Neal who could also play safety, right? And mm-hmm. he's an outside linebacker. Then you get. Uh, uh, a kid like the the kid, what, Kent, whatever his name is again, Kam- what's his Kamara. name? Kamara. Just think Kamara. Kamara. Yeah. Uh, that that you you have him on the edge and you could stand him up. There, there, we have a couple of players on defense, including Parsons, that can get on the line, that can line up, you know, um, as a tackle, you know, in, 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 or just jump back in, in, in the um, – linebacker position that they're all over the place. But the reason why I'm saying that is that's what you're seeing from this defense. I mean, the way Quinn is doing it, he's, he's putting players up. He's disguising stunts. He's, I mean, like you got guys that are up on the line that are, that are popping out, you know, that, that have the speed and size to do that. And then, and we're also coming from all directions. I mean, he brings the house. I tell you what, I'm, I'm glad. Pressure. Yeah, I'm glad you bring that up because I, I believe it was, you know, as bad as the defense was last year, you know that we couldn't bring any of the house because we had to cover everybody with like 15 different dudes on each guy. You know what I'm saying? Like we couldn't even disguise that because we didn't have the skill players to do what we're doing now. I truly believe that Dan Quinn, well, not so much Dan Quinn yesterday because yesterday freak thing happened 90 minutes before kickoff. The guy's pretty much escorted out of the building because of COVID protocols. But um, Joe Witt, uh, the passing game coordinator, was the acting defensive coordinator, and he came in there and, you know, he did a great job. And like I said, it's a relief. It's, it's something interesting to see it that we do have the you know the the depth to do this kind of stuff and to send these kinds of blitzes and to mix things up i think it's interesting it's it's fun it's fun right off the also what also that i realize is one thing that um that wasn't happening last year and i saw one key play with with cox and actually uh smith uh jalen smith had a similar play okay but this was the difference cox Mm -hmm. cox um not only hit the hit the person right before he caught the ball it was like a little out but he drove him backwards okay which i haven't been seeing it's nice when you see somebody tackle and actually push them back instead of having them take you yeah and like the momentum two or three yards right which happened to jalen smith on a play which was right underneath and the guy kind of fell forward and got close to the first down mm-hmm. but i mean if he would have hit him and drove him back it would have been a couple more yards you know what i mean that right. they would have had you know, to get for a first down. But it's just good that that type of tackling is happening. Yeah, it's fundamentals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fundamentals. my biggest gripe, I mean, the only thing I want to talk about in this game, and it's not Danucci, believe it or not, <laughs> something I'm very, very scared of. And I don't think people emphasize it a lot on this particular position or positions. Can, okay? I, can I take a guess? Go ahead. The backup offensive line. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. No, this is, this is something where I, I haven't had in a while, okay? It's punt returners mm. and kick returners, okay? Mm-hmm. Johnny, what's his name? Johnny Dixon and Reggie Davis are not doing this very well. I'm trying to be nice, okay? Right. Mm-hmm. We have had we have not had one good kick return or punt return in this preseason. That worries me because if you go back to our 90s Cowboys, we had Kmart, then Kevin Williams, then Deion Sanders. You need that, Okay. We don't have it, and we haven't had it for a while. Even now, Cole Beasley wasn't good. We that's going to hurt you in the long run, man. Field positioning is is huge, and and that that worries me now because uh, I don't like who they're putting back there right now well, at all. Well, do you think that the reason why they're putting those particular guys back there is because a they might not make the team, or b they just don't want to get anybody else hurt? Because I, the I, reason I, well, why I, I say that the, case. the reason why I say that is because if you remember, remember I even texted you guys in the group chat. I said, "What the hell is CD Lamb doing on punt return?" You know, and it was a fair catch. He didn't do anything. But if C.D. Lamb is your punt returner, that scares the hell out of me because he's your wide receiver two or three. No, and he shouldn't be doing that. That's what I mean. But it's the same thing. It should be like your – go ahead. I was going to say, it's the same thing when I see Tony Pollard returning kicks. You know, Tony Pollard should not be returning kicks. If he's your running back two, he shouldn't be Mm -hmm. back there. 
Exactly, exactly. You know, you need a player. Like, if you look at the best of all time, which is Devin Hester, he was an average receiver. Right. But he 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 had a Hall of Fame career strictly on punt returning. And if they could have ever gotten an offense to go along with that defense, who knows what the Bears could have won. But he might, that, he might go into the Hall of Fame as yeah, a kick returner. Dante Hall was another one. Remember him for the Chiefs? He was the first one to throw up the X. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's another one that was just a magnificent at it. But my sp- special teams in general, not only that, is very worris- worrisome to me. We almost had a punt blocked. I meant we've had – there's been p- big punt returns and kick returns against us. Yeah, a couple last night. Yep. Dumb penalties. We had one punt uh, where we had two penalties – or two or three in a row on the punt team. Yeah, they got to clean that up. I mean, we have they need to man. Bones Fossil is is, is known to to have you know a provide creativity, but b create you know he's he's experienced, he's seasoned. You know what I mean? So it's it's worrisome. Well, who, who do you think on the roster suck too? Go ahead. Right, hold on, bro. Well, who do you think on the roster now would you have there taking kicks? Because remember, your your kick return, your punt returner has to be a defensive player. No, it doesn't. doesn't right? It doesn't have to be. Uh, sometimes I thought, and wasn't that the rule? No, I just oh, said CD uh, CD Lamb returned punts. And look at Kmart. Yeah, yeah. Kmart, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ever. Whatever. It's probably a rule of thumb. It's probably a rule of thumb. Yeah, sure. I'll tell you who, who I want to see got? back there right now, and I want to see Hardy. I've been saying it. Yeah, you're big I on Hardy. You're an advocate. Hardy returning kicks. This is like uh, if you're going to use a running back, use that kid. He's hungry. I mean, they're putting him in with the worst off- offensive lineman we have. And he's still managing to get a yard. He's running in the walls. Give him a legit shot, man. You have. This, a, I would like to see that just for one game, just for one game, just to see what happens. Yeah, you seem to have a, a pet cat in Hardy. You really like this kid, I so I, I definitely listen. I would love to see more of him too. Uh, we said it last night. I think Brett said it in the in the text that Pollard really didn't need to be in there. That we should definitely be seeing more no, of. That was me. Oh, that was you. Okay. Yeah. That we really didn't need to see Pollard. Listen, it was good to see his burst. It was good to see him yeah. catch a ball out of the backfield and actually score. Uh, that was interesting and, and very exciting. But at the same time, you know it's the Zeke and Pollard show. I definitely think, obviously, in the fourth preseason game, we're going to get a lot more Hardy. We're going to get a lot more Knox and Dowdle. They're going to get those three guys are going to play a lot more. And I don't foresee them. We will go over who we think gets cut going into this week. And I don't think. I don't foresee them removing any running backs, but I do say that Tony Pollard, uh, his role is safe. His role is established. Absolutely. We need to get, we need to definitely get more reps yeah, uh, for the backups. Still needs, but he still needs reps. You know what I mean? And, and you got to remember too, is that the coaches probably already know who, who who's not going to make it and who is. And now they're, what they're doing is, is they're, they're, you know, they're rotating, putting pieces together saying, okay, we know we, we need to get this kid reps. Okay. Cause you also got to remember too, you know, Zeke, you know, he should be getting reps too. But, I, you know, I, I agree. I agree to an extent. Yeah. I mean, that's your biggest investment. Him and Dak or how much money is tied up between those two guys. Here, here's where the, the, I think there, there might be a controversy on who's the second string quarterback. Well, that's right? what I was going to bring up next. But also too, man. I mean, look, the kid right played phenomenal. The receiver. Um, you know, we got Noah Brown. I, that kid's playing great. Right? Who's well, we, right? We have. Who's I mean, right? what's the kid's name? Number one, Cedric Wilson. Cedric Wilson. Cedric Wilson. Yeah, we got Cedric Wilson. That kid. That kid is playing good. Right. That was a nice pass by Rush to him. Yeah, nice little dime. Dude, he. Um. So I, I think you know we have some receivers that are on the bubble. We have some receivers that they can't decide. You know that's always tough. Uh, the guys that we know are going to probably not, not make it. So what, when you're seeing like some of these other starters get those reps, they need those reps. They want those reps. I'll tell you right now, bro. I'll tell you right now who I think is probably the fourth or fifth receiver, and it is the playmaker. Yeah. <laughs> Noah yeah. Brown. Last night Dude, he balled he out. two great catches yesterday. Three catches like, for 35 yards. Uh, that yeah. one catch was the unbelievable. Yeah. Was yeah. I mean, it was a great pass, too. By rush, yeah. I, all yeah, right, I so meant, um, yeah, that anyways. that brings I'm glad up. He's coming to his own, by the way, man. That kid's yeah. a physical receiver; he could block. I'm glad he's coming to his own. Oh, I'm man. Randy Gregory's hot boys necklace. He was. I saw that. <laughs> hot boys the the hot, boys hot boys is alive, my today. friends. The no, hot boys not. are alive. He looks phenomenal, Gregory, bro. Oh, they you all see him scraping the line and taking Dude, on the tackle. I've been saying oh, it. Man. This is having him for a full season is going to be a game changer when it comes to. Yeah, he's a monster, bro. Like he always looked like kind of a. 
a, a receiver, or, but he didn't like he didn't look like a receiver, but he never had like that 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 mass. Yeah, looks like he has that mass now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. You know, like, uh, um, there's, mm, there's a joke we could do here, like, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Hello, boy, Brett. You're learning. He's a. Com- hey, I was going to say it first. Brett, Brett's a company guy now. Um, so I, I will say this: the, the the quarterback position outside of Dak Prescott. It's so good. It's like it's like when Wayne's World was started to get censored. You know, like they're just like yeah. get right out of town. <laughs> so anyway, I will say this: uh, the quarterback two spot right now. Uh, mm-hmm. It's definitely one thousand percent up for grabs. However. Uh, McCarthy went on record in saying that thank goodness we have this fourth preseason game because there are still decisions to be made. One decision that should be a no-brainer going into this week, and we'll talk about it in the cuts per se, but let's just say this. Let's just say this. The the quarterback two position is a two-man race, not a three-man race, and it's between Cooper Rush and Garrett Gilbert. Now, Garrett Gilbert's nuts. You're nuts. You're nuts. <laughs> Get out of here. What are you, crazy? What are you smoking? The nudes. You're crazy. He should be starting over Dak. (laughs) I will say this. Garrett Gilbert got off to a real, real rough start yesterday, and it was tough to watch him. He just holds on to the ball too long. It's like he's not confident. He's You know what it is, and I'll tell you exactly what it is. He's waiting for routes to develop rather than putting the ball to where these receivers are going to be. He's waiting for guys to break out of their route. Like if a guy's running a 10 and out, he's waiting for them to be already five yards into his out before he throws it. Well, I will say in his defense, though, there's – there's a couple of plays where the offensive line didn't really just do their job. <laughs> That's oh, no, true. He, too. Whoa, whoa, whoa. he only had two drives. Right. But in those two and drives, the, the one's first, a fumble yeah. and, and one's another sack. one was a fumble that he did hold on. To, but if you listen to Johnston, Daryl Johnston, uh, which, by the way, I love hearing him. Babe Laufenberg, I'm sorry. I don't mean to upset <laughs> Cowboy Nation, but you have no clue how bad he made me cry when I was a kid. And hearing him give quarterback advice after his putrid play for the Dallas Cowboys the last two games the best. of that 1990-91 season, for him to say, oh, he needs to be doing this, or he needs to be doing like, no. He doesn't need to do anything that you would do, Babe Laufenberg. Okay? The best part, they go up to the booth, and I think, uh, what you call he, he has a ball, and he's like yeah, gripping he's the football. Right, yeah. He's like, this is how you grip the football. I'm like, is that how you grip it when you throw that tight spiral to the other team? <laughs> it's like, I was trying to be but, nice. Anyway, but what I was saying is, is that when Gilbert, when, when Johnson was talking, I guess he was waiting. He waited. He held on too long for Armari to break, but he mm-hmm. said the defensive back was in a pretty damn good position. Okay. Fair. Kind of, so it was almost like a coverage sack. But you know what's weird about that is the play he made before that, when he fell on his ass and still completed it. Yeah, oh, yeah, bro. Play. He got right back up, yeah. I know. He, like, threw that from his knees. Like, it's like the two opposite. Like, you would have think that that you would have thought that play would have been an interception. Correct. And the other one or something, you know what I mean? Or the other one would have been, but anyways. Cooper Rush uh, comes in. And it was funny because as soon as – that 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 leash was pretty like tight for for Garrett Gilbert. The fact yeah. that the Cowboys came in their third drive and like the announcers like Cooper Rush now at center. I'm like, "What?" Like that was quick. Yeah. You know, that like was, that was, was that was a very quick leash and maybe McCarthy saw it and said like this kid just don't have it today or maybe that was the design. I don't know. But or maybe they don't want to get him hurt. Correct. Um you know, I will make a suggestion after know. after we go over his stats, but Cooper Rush comes back in uh, he leads the team to 97 yards, two touchdowns. One of them a beautiful touchdown pass. Yeah, the other like one was nine, a dump off. He's like nine for ten, man. I mean, he played great. Yeah, so yards, right? so, so this, he's averaging ten yards a play. But yeah, this begs the question: in that performance, since it is a wide open competition, does Cooper Rush now become the backup quarterback? You know, here, all right. Here's my thing. All right, I think Garrett Gilbert, as I was, I was Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> I've been against. We've only, the, people are forgetting one thing. He's played one NFL game, literally one NFL game. All right. Mm-hmm. He's in preseason now. He's doing his, you know, he's, he's not doing that bad for his experience in the NFL. I don't know what people want from a backup. You want Troy Aikman to come in? I mean, what do you, no, what do you, you know see? what it is? I, I think this is yeah, the, I know. The, it's a good point. I mean, yeah, it's a backup. I mean, he's, he, he had, he, he, he's, he showed some promise. Has he been great? No, but you he want, showed some promise for an, a backup quarterback. You want in a Just backup, you, you want in a backup that if the, the sky falls and you lose Dak for a, a two, three week shoulder strain that you think the sky won't fall. You know what I mean? Like, can uh, you I win gotcha, games? I gotcha. 
Yeah. So that's yeah, that's where I'm at. You want a guy that, that can yeah that. manage manage the you know time management good good uh, doesn't make mistakes. I got. I mean, again, we we don't have any of our 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 real weapons in there. We don't have Zeke. We don't have Cooper. Right. Well, Cooper's you in there. Have, but you know what I mean? Like it's we're talking about preseason. I'm I'm saying like you know, they're not playing the whole game. Yeah. So yeah, when yeah. you have a, a backup in there, um, you need somebody that can just distribute and and do clock management, play management, not screw up. I have I have you guys ready. I have a suggestion. I have two suggestions that the Dallas Cowboys could do. Now, Stephen Jones has always went on the record and said that talent acquisition is a 365 day thing right so they're always looking to make their team better if they're at the point where they're at now week four their fourth preseason game coming up against the jaguars next week if they're at the point right now where they still can't decide on the clear-cut number two quarterback there's two moves that need to be made or one move to be made two options one find out what the heck is going on in chicago and trade for one of their quarterbacks and, I, and I'm including Andy Dalton to come back to Dallas, okay? Well, his contract might be a little too high. Well, right? I, well, yeah, but I mean, you would have to dish off a couple things to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Or two, yeah. two, ready? There's a guy that's in a, 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 a city right now that the, the, the rug was swept out from under him in Jacksonville. Gardner Minshew is a solid, scrambling, game-managing, slinging quarterback that's not going to have a job this year because of Trevor Lawrence. That's the call I make. It might That's sound bold. It might sound bold, good. but there was always we're always like, remember how like free agency was around? Yeah, You're like, well, no, who's no, left? No, that's great. Yeah, you know, like, well, who's left? Who's left? There's nobody left. In fact, we played Jeff Driscoll last night. <laughs> so I know who I was screaming. For. I know, but I'm saying that's there's like nobody left, and I'm like, what? all right, so let's let's search the backups. What can we do? Because if we're mm-hmm. sitting here scrambling, wait, Jacksonville. First of all, Jacksonville's not going to give him up. Well, what are they going right. to do with him? They're going to rot. He's going to rot. Well, I'm saying I meant, you know, they, they got a good backup. Now. <laughs> right. But you I'm know? just saying, right. C- correct. And they also it's have a, a kid named move. Lemon. It's a lateral move. I'm the saying like, that you know, would probably happen is if, if Dak went down. Correct. And Minshew's like, okay, I want to be a starter. Please trade me. If he knew he'd get inserted, but to go correct. from one backup to another backup. I like the idea. But listen, I created a rating system for quarterbacks. I was sitting back. Okay. Mm-hmm. And. This is how, because I was going through all the backup quarterbacks we've had. Not ones that have become starters like Danny White and Tony Romo. Not not like that, okay? So I, I rate him in four di- by four different Dallas Cowboy previous backups. The worst being a Babe Loffenberg, okay? <laughs> Just hammering Babe today. Go ahead. That's, 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 that's the Steve yeah, Oh, no, no, no. no. Can, let me finish, bro. I'm trying to intercept right. me. Speaking of Babe <laughs> like Loffenberg. A, like a Babe Loffenberg pass. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> The second one, second would be a Brandon Whedon. Now, Whedon boys. The the second would be a Brandon Whedon, which is a slightly above a Babe Laufenberg. Okay, Uh, and a lot of people don't know this, but Brandon Whedon has the second highest completion percentage out of any Dallas Cowboys starting quarterback. His problem was he can only throw a five or ten yards. He wasn't going deep, and we wouldn't get first downs. Correct. But so there's Brandon Whedon. The next tier to me is the John Kitna. Now, John Kitna is a quarterback, a backup quarterback that I think. You know, he's good enough to get you to the playoffs with a good defense. You know what I mean? Maybe mm-hmm, to a mm-hmm. wild card or whatever. And then your top tier backup Dallas Cowboy is Steve Berline, which uh, Uncle Brett, uh, <laughs> my kids, uh, uh, brought up. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and that's true. Steve Berline can get you to a Super Bowl if you have a good defense. Okay? Man, you just mad, yeah. di- mad disrespect on Anthony Wright, bro. So those four right there. Those four right there. Now, there's where one I, more, bro. There's one more, but we can't mention it. We can't mention it. We can't mention it, but there's one more doing, tier. No, no, no. Oh, I know exactly. I'm doing and you guys can jump in. Okay? He wasn't getting it, but go ahead, yeah. So, I know, uh, didn't hear it. So, Babe Laufenberg, okay. <laughs> Danuch is Laufenberg. Okay. Uh-huh. Danuch is Laufenberg. Actually, he might replace Laufenberg and be the Danuch at the bottom tier. <laughs> He's going to be okay. in the booth in 40 years. Think, where I think uh, uh, um, Garrett Gilbert, Gilbert Godfrey, GG Land is somewhere between Brandon Whedon and John Kittner right now. Okay. And that's what I think about Cooper Rush. I think he's between a Brandon Wien and a John Kittner. We don't have the John Kittner or Steve Berline type backup right now. We don't. No. No, you're right. Okay, well, that's, now, a, that's a great that's a great analogy. But I was saying you forgot one more. Who? But we can't we can't we can't bring that up. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a relation to it, but that's okay. Well, that'd be for a fullback, but <laughs> <laughs> no. But for real, so wait. Let me ask you this: then. you don't feel Cooper Rush is is closer to a a Kitna 
No, I do you do. feel he's closer to, do, to a kitna or a weed? And I know you say I he's think, in between. I, said, I think he's. I think he's in between, but I think he's right. Be, but I'm saying yeah. if you had to go left or right, is I, he closer? I, to kitna I, would, I would. I would. I would go closer to kitna. Weeding was bad. Closer to kitna. Yeah, I mean that's good. Okay, so that's what I mean. So I mean that's that's what you're going to get. But that's from a think about that though. That's terrible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's what we're comparing shit to. Okay, like that's bad. You bring up another point. I mean, how many great backups? Like you know, other than you have like a Brett Favre stepping in and taking the job. From I'm just the saying. All right. So here, here's down, here's or, my here's or, or even what Dak did. It's very rare. So you like again, if you lose your quarterback for the season, you're you're pretty much really screwed. Tom Brady went down and Matt Castle went eleven and five. <laughs> okay, so that's all I'm saying. But they didn't make the playoffs, even though he rushed he passed for four. Eleven and I know, eleven and five, no playoffs. How about, that's insane. How about Drew Bledsoe went down and Tom Brady came in and went to <laughs> Yeah, he might have done he, I think he did all right for himself. I'm not sure. But, but I'm saying if, if you were if you were doing this scale when Tom Brady was a backup, you would you wouldn't have Matt Kitna. Yeah, dude, the you wouldn't even know. You're right. We didn't know. Win a, uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, Brady who stepped in. Jeff, Jeff Hostetler. Hostetler. And then really who, man? Was uh. Yeah, I don't I mean, know, man. That's that's, that, that's oh, rough. Oh, oh yeah, they're one with the Dolphins. It was like uh, not no, David Nick Woodley. Foles. Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Oh, Eagles. Foles. Yeah, that's the more no, recent. The thing. other one for the Dolphins. He stepped in uh, for Greasy. Uh, dude, no one's gonna. Uh, uh, I mean, what I'm saying, if if you're saying who won Super I know, Bowl, but we're like we're talking a little. We're going to the 70s here. Say Luckman replaced um who was it? Uh <laughs> anyway. So, so obviously who? Huh? Moral. Morals. Well, Earl Moral was for the Colts. There was uh No, that was the quarterback was that came in. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah Didn't yeah, you yeah, get yeah. into a banner with him? But never mind. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. So anyway. We're talking about quarterbacks because we do want to pick out five guys from this Dallas Cowboys team that are about to get cut. Now, look, there's more cuts coming on Tuesday. Uh, it stinks for these guys to lose their jobs, but it's that time. Like, the Cowboys have to shrink can, down. Can I just ask you a question, though? Last week, how close how close were we together? Together, we did pretty well, but I, I would we have got to. We together, guys. We got it. Yeah, we got everybody pretty much it. spot on. So. Yeah. This might be, we're going to try to go two for two as far as cut days are concerned. So people should really start taking us seriously over here on Jersey Boys Podcast because we know what the heck we're talking about. But there are going to be five more cuts made on Tuesday. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels. But now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, I don't know how you want to do this again. I mean, if you want me to just list off a couple. We all know Danucci is on ours, right? So Danucci. Now this is he's this, not getting cut this week. That's though. That, right. He, so I'm still putting him on. That's what. That's the. That's the thing. Um, ben Danucci. There's. Yeah. There's. That would be your surprise cut, even though it's no surprise. You know what I'm saying? Like that. There's. They're not cutting him. I don't foresee them cutting him <laughs> either, for the sole purpose of. If they think Cooper Rush and Garrett Gilbert are your two three, then you're not going to want to play your two three too much in that last Absolutely. preseason game. They're not. They're, yeah, they're, Danucci's getting. I, I think this is what's going to happen. I think 
Look, I think that the the, the coaching staff and the team really liked the Danuch. Um, apparently, you know, you see the players joking with him. Uh, he's a great yeah, chess player. <laughs> but uh, I think I think that they keep him this round, so let him get his last hurrah in. And I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised you see him on the practice squad. To be honest with you, yeah. But here's the thing, and and practice squad players to me should have value to the point where a if somebody gets hurt, you call upon the practice squad, yeah. you bring them up, right? And there's there's value there. Or B, you make them, uh, you basically turn them into if they're playing the Cardinals, you make sure he's Kyler Murray, right? And you make you mimic this stuff. If you're not a good you quarterback, you're realize, not helping anybody. Do you realize how intricate and how difficult an NFL's offensive playbook is? Okay? I know, but he's making it look a yeah, lot so harder than it's supposed to be. That has studied the knows the plays. And he's a, he's a perfect developmental. I'm just saying, don't Bro, be surprised. I hear what you're saying. I know I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised. But man, they got. Plus, he's got the relationship now. with he's McCarthy. Slowing down the progress of this team. Correct. Okay, it doesn't matter. He's not getting cut this week. I'm not saying he I shouldn't get. I, I, he should have. He shouldn't even been in camp. First of all, <laughs> that, that that's that. I mean, stop. I, I, no, stop. What? I'm shocked that we could call this. And I think I think I sent this in a text. Like we've been, how come no one else can see this? I think there's a lot of people that see it. I, I think uh, the only people that aren't still, seeing he's still there. The only listen, the only people that aren't seeing it right now is well, they probably do see it, but there's something deeper than what we're looking at on the surface because anybody and their mother could decide that you know Ben Denucci is not a good quarterback, right? But there's got to be something else, like a Mike McCarthy relationship, like I said to you guys last night. There's got to be something where they're like, "Well, he's a good kid. He's a project. We're gonna get his mechanics worked out. We're gonna keep trying." And I, there's no reason or room for that. But he literally lost two preseason games for this team. Right. Correct. All right. on him. And bro, I okay. told you at the beginning of preseason that Denucci's playing. You're in Vegas. To win some money, and you did not take my advice the last three weeks. So if he's not cut this week, please, 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 for me, I'm going to give you money. You put money on bet the mortgage on Jacksonville if Danucci gets it. Listen, no, let me just make this point, okay? He's a perfect fourth, third string quarterback. He's a perfect. It's it's under the cap. Nobody wants him. He knows the system. I mean, you know, look too. If God forbid something happens and you're down to your third quarterback. Okay, and they say, "Hey, we need a guy. Bring him up." He no, comes just, in, bro. I'm just saying. I know, but you're, you're still forgetting, forgetting too. He's no, now no, he's got Amari Cooper. No, no, now he's got Zeke. Bro, I'm, I'm saying Matt that. Look at Matt Castle for example. No, we, bro, we traded for him in week four, and he started that week and almost beat the Giants for us. I was there. I mean, <laughs> you could get you or whatever whatever week it was. You could get a veteran that can pick up on a playbook and know things and win you some games. All I'm saying is this. You don't need to keep we this. We just went over this. Uh, I know. But all, all, what, are we, what are we arguing? I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. He's not getting cut. He's not getting cut this all right, week. We're not, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. No, right. that's it. Okay. Agree to this. Cut. And I'm saying that I, I'm still putting him on the list. Okay. I don't care. That's fine. He's you on my list. Honestly, you're probably right, but it's a shame if he's if he's on the if he's on this roster after these cuts. I then, don't I don't understand. The next going to go into a preseason game with two quarterbacks, yeah, one sure. basically is going to be, and sure. we got one limping right now. Yeah, Gary takes one half. Cooper Rush takes the other. Boom. That's that's, that's what I would do. That's what I, I would do. Him on the field uh, again, bro. Don't worry about it. you know what you're 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 an embarrassment <laughs> and disgrace. <laughs> Leave Danucci alone. After Danucci. No, after, I'm saying he's going to get he's cut. He's not a good quarterback. All I'm saying is he's going to get cut. I don't think it's going to be this week. And don't be surprised if he makes the, the, okay. the development squad. Yep. Also, based on the relationship that his his father has with, with McCarthy. And, you know, did you see how happy he uh, do, do you know how happy he was, though? Did you see how happy McCarthy was when, when, when he, he's like, all right, Nooch, let's go? Like, he was like. Oh, he's like, yeah, but you him. know what? Oh, I'm just a hey, hey, Brett, hey, Brett, for this. That's the, not my point. I'm predicting based well, on well, that. I guarantee you, I'm one of the problem here. No, here's the problem. This is why we're not going to win a Super Bowl. Well, that's exactly where I was going. I was, I, mean, I was going to say, y'all got on me. No, 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 y'all got on. You get on me for. You guys get on me for feel good moments and all that crap. You just basically spit that same stuff. Like, oh well. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you're going to read it, if he's cheering for him, that means he. Wants him on the team, so they know he's got to go. Don't be surprised if he shows up. I'm not saying he should. 
I'm saying that's my prediction. Okay. Feel the dark. You understand? <laughs> I'm watching McCarthy cheer him on. They obviously like this of kid. Of course they do. That's so, why he's there. Right. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So, well, then, all right. So, I like him. All right. So he makes it, all right, according to, and this is it. We'll wrap up uh, Brandon, uh, I can't even say his, Ben Danucci. We'll wrap him up saying this. Myself and Keith are putting him on the cut list this week. Nothing gets more Italian than this discussion. Ben Danucci. And by the way, he's not invited to Christmas. Look, I'm just saying he's not getting cut this week. Okay, all right. So you're saying, you'll say one more round. One more round. I think McCarthy likes All right, well then, other than that. We got to trim out receivers. Well, other than that, I got four other guys that, you know, again, these are the guys that are backing up backups right now. Backing up backups. And they're still on the roster. So these guys, I feel like, are on their way out. Uh, I'll start with the receiver. Why not? Because Brett just said it. Uh, Brandon Smith, wide receiver. We're too deep. I don't even see a special teams role for this guy. Aaron Parker for mine. See, I, I saw a special week. teams role for him. That's that's why I'm not. I'm could not. Be, could be, but that's what I'm, I'm thinking. Him and, and once again, where's Malik Turner? Wasn't really in this game, was he? I did not see Malik Turner. I, I didn't. Somebody. That's true too. So it might you, be one of those three. You know what's funny about. though? We bring up receiver. Um, obviously, I say Brandon Smith. You say. Uh, who, I'm sorry. Who'd you say? I'm actually. I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with Turner. Malik okay. Turner. All right. So Malik Turner, Brandon Smith. What about Cyrus Mitchell? Him too. Great. But him, he's I'm on saying. the he's on the chopping block right now. We don't know. We don't he, know. I don't think he's gonna know. But he played good in this. Uh, well, let, let me ask you guys this then, because you're you're better at this. Obviously, how many receivers do you think we're gonna keep? Because once you once you go with that number, everybody else. You I'll just list. I'll, I'll list them real quick. Ready? So obviously Cooper, C.D. Lamb, and and uh, Michael Gallup. Right. Then you have Noah Brown, right. and you have Cedric Wilson. So that's five. You probably, right. and I was just going to bring up this other guy, uh, Simi Fahoko. He hasn't done much. He's caught a couple passes. He's a rookie. And, and like when he was drafted, people were like, there's your replacement for Gallup when Gallup walks. I haven't seen yeah. enough in preseason I for him. Uh, right. So, but I, would that be a surprise cut this week? I don't think so. What I about, think. He, what about Johnny Dixon? Nah, see, I. That's the guy I brought up from the that can't return kicks. Right. Um, I, I, listen, I, no, Sturge, going back to that guy, he, you know, I don't think, because I had him down. But you know why I don't think he's going to get cut? Because there's a pride thing behind that. If you if you're going to cut a draft choice, because he's one of our, what was he fifth round, sixth round? Or yeah, something? Was, I think he was in the fifth. Yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna cut somebody like that, that doesn't make your management look too good. So exactly. I don't think he's getting. Yeah, cut that's yet. exactly but why I, I said he's, he's probably the team, buddy. I don't think he's. I think he'll be practice. Okay, so see me if I'll go to the practice squad, but still he'll right survive now, this. So, yeah, yeah. but but we're all in agreement that there will be a receiver on the move. Yes. All right, let's try to pick it. I'm going to go with you, Sturch. I'm going to say Brandon Smith with you. Brandon Smith. That one seems. That one seems more. Uh, I'll go with that one. I'll go. Yeah, with it's just uh, again. These are the things. We're three games deep now. You know, three games deep. Mm-hmm. If you haven't made any plays for me to be like, oh, Brandon Smith has something. I don't see anything. You know what I mean? So this here's what I think. I think Johnny Dixon, <laughs> Aaron Parker, Simi Fahuko. <laughs> Brandon Smith, Osiris Mitchell, and TJ Vasher are all fighting for that sixth receiver slot. It's a lot of guys. That's a lot of guys. It's a lot of guys. So they got they got to um, do something this week. Then we're all fighting for that sixth receiver because I do think Cedric, obviously Wilson. I, I agree with our five. I think it's you know Cooper, Lamb, Gallup, Brown, and then uh, Wilson, and th- they're all fighting for that last that last yeah. spot. Yeah. I can't foresee us keeping seven receivers. No. And then have three tight ends, right? Yeah, well, but, I, the the way here's the thing. Well, doesn't you guys know this? You guys know this like anybody else. The way to make an NFL team when you're on the bubble like that is on special teams. So I don't know if any right. of these guys have this this role where they're like, okay, it seems like Simi uh, Fahoko could be on kickoff. You know what I'm saying? Like there there could be roles for these guys, and I haven't really studied kickoff or kick return like I should be. But like I, I, that could be the role for a sixth or a well, seventh receiver. Well, I'm going to tell you how the coaches are going to think, okay? What they're going to say is, okay, we got this amount for this six slot because I only think they're keeping six receivers. Okay. Okay? So we have all these guys. We're just getting rid – there's maybe two or three. I think the ones that obviously that they are looking at is, um, I think, Dixon, the one Keith said, because he's returning kicks. Mm -hmm. He might be a special teams player. So look for signs. The guys that they had returning kicks right now – Right. The guys that they have uh, and I was saying, bro, the guys that they have returning kicks right now are the ones that they're contemplating to fill that sixth spot. 
So they're they're saying, okay, which one of these people are we gonna are we gonna use? So that's why know, that's why I lean that's why I lean towards a brand that's why I lean towards a Brandon, Brandon Smith. Smith. But I, you know, Osiris Mitchell. I mean, where do you think he is on there too? I think they get rid of like two receivers just just go around. I don't think it's gonna be Mitchell though. But yeah, was it Vasher then? T.J. Vasher? I don't know. I don't know. But if they're gonna, I mean, like I said, I gave two. I gave Malik Turner and Aaron Parker, and he gave Brandon Smith. So, so there's three there that could all be likelihood they any of those other people. In all uh, likelihood, the, the the Cowboys make a move at receiver. Um, so uh, let me do the next one. Yeah, go ahead. There hasn't been much, you know, with defensive line. Wait, hold on. I, I forgot know. about Malik Turner, but go ahead. Yeah. Um, I, what do you mean? Oh, I'm sorry. No, was, no, was well, no. It's like possibly. Oh, being yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's in the running. Favorite. Yep. But no, I was going to say that uh, I don't think they're going to cut this early defensive lineman. I don't uh, think he can after the Gallimore injury, but. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, there's there's too much. So, I mean, uh, so there's no real D lineman that, you know, that that, that we're going to cut. But what about an offensive lineman? I got a two on my list. That are, that you have are, Eric Smith? Yep. I have Eric Smith. Okay. So, third Eric year Smith guy. He's a third year guy. Uh, there's really no need for him. He's a backup to the backup. Yeah. It, it, I'm and sure he's been. He's been the NFL. I'm sure he's been a fine player. You know what I mean? But he's probably on his way out. All I, right, I so have, we got one together there. Yeah. Who's Eric, the other one? I have uh, Braylon Jones, the rookie center. Okay. Oh, okay. I had him you know, down too. Yeah. I saw him, but I mean, but he's like our backup, isn't he? Well, he's our backup's backup. Considering the fact that Tyler Biotis uh, is your technically, you know, yeah. your quote starter, but then the backup based off the reps is Connor Williams. I know it sounds stupid because he's the starting left guard, but that yeah. is your guy. They'll rotate that before they bring in a guy like Braylon Jones because when you can rotate Connor Williams to center, then you right. bring in Connor McGovern to play left guard. I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, so that's sense. why I think a third center right now on the roster doesn't make the cut. Gotcha. I disagree though, but All I right, I'm throwing I'm one out. Right. Don't get cut. I'm saying let me get let me get one. I, I think we go with tight end, and and I think uh, it might be like either Lynn or Nick Eubanks, maybe. Okay, now U- I Eubanks, I believe, this. made our list last week. Nick Eubanks had a hell of a game in that preseason game. Okay, but we still, yeah. Nick Eubanks threw a key block for uh, uh, Dowdle on like the 20 yard line when he had that big run, mm-hmm. he had another, he had a catch where he, uh, where he pushed himself. I was thinking, man, he'd be, he might not be that bad if I was a coach to convert him to fullback because of his size. Well, like, they do have a fullback. Him, that, I thought he was a fullback. They do have a fullback that looks. Tight end. Hey bro, do you know where he's from? No. Nah. Plantation dog. Is he really? Yeah. He's from plantation. He went to heritage though. He didn't go to plantation high. Well, what about, well, so then Artavius Lynn, I think, is going to get cut. They're going to get rid of a tight end. You think they'll get rid of one? Yeah, they have to, that's, man. That's not a bad one. They have to. It's it's yeah. it's like right now you're you're only going to keep three. I don't even see a Lynn on the roster. I, I maybe I'm wrong. No, he's there. I saw it. I saw because I almost put him down too, bro. And I didn't. I tell you I, what, I just don't think you know, you you, you right mentioned now. you mentioned uh, yeah, you mentioned fullback, bro. Did you see some of the stuff that they were talking about, Nick Ralston? Yeah, my God, yeah. bro! In the free in the in the off season, while everybody wasn't doing anything, he was pulling freaking eighteen wheelers. <laughs> you see, him, did you see uh, Johnston Moose loved. Oh, of course, Moose loved him. Moose. He's, oh, a, he's a mini Moose. <laughs> they were giving him the ball. I'm like, you see his little one yard runs. Yeah, just, yeah. He gets off the field. Just, his legs don't stop moving. He, he gets off the field. It. Right. He gets off the field, and uh, people are patting him on the head like, "Good game!" Like Roger Dorn. <laughs> like you get yeah, that yeah, one yeah. play, and it's over. Um, they said he played high school. Was that the guy they said that played in the high school football game that that? His last game there or something. It was. Uh, I'm not sure. 56 carries on first team. I'm not sure. 56. <laughs> it's possible. I do have one more uh, to cut. Good. Um, rookie on here. Rookie safety Tyler Cole. Yes, he's I a have Tyler Cole. He's behind. Okay. He's behind Thompson, Casey, and Malik Hooker. There's just no okay. for well, me. It's what just about Stephen Parker. So yeah. See, I don't. I, I think it's out of them too. Uh, if they're going to cut the safety, yeah, because he's another one, bro. We know what he is. He's been on practice squads. That's he's true. Been, do you know what I mean? Whereas yeah. Tyler Cole is a rookie, so maybe not. You know, but if, I, I'll go with either of those mm-hmm. with either Stephen Parker or Tyler Cole. I think that's Tyler Cole because I had him. I had both of them down because yeah. I wasn't sure which one to go. But maybe I'll go with Tyler Cole because you did. Now remember but, some some of the more this week. Though, this week you're gonna you're gonna see a lot more skill positions. Just more of my words on that. You know, again, those trenches guys. You know, they still, they still got to see. They still got to. They still got to fill the roster. You know, so you're going to see a lot. No, I don't think any offensive linemen go. 
I mean, I, I know you said uh, Braylon Jones, but Braylon, yeah, I'm just saying Bray, it's, uh, yeah. you're going to see more skill. You're going to see five skill positions go this week. Or It'll be interesting. Tight end. You know what the best part? Going. I think the best part about this process is that you know not, not only are we cutting right, but that means other teams are cutting too. And this is like if for whatever reason on Tuesday, this is where I think that things can get shifty. On Tuesday. The Cowboys make five cuts, right, to get to where they got to get to. But then, like, I don't know, the Rams could cut somebody that Dallas really likes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they could bring yeah. him in for that last leg of practice for the week, play him in the game against the Jaguars, and he can make himself a roster spot. That's yeah. the crazy yeah. part of this stuff. You know, because some of these guys that are losing their jobs with Dallas, they could land on another team right away. You know, so I'm interested to see, like, the rest of the league. On, you know, everybody else, obviously, I don't know the rest of the league, you know, through and through, but... The positions of need right now, the Cowboys are deep at receiver, right? We're good with that. So, you know, we're good with what we got. I'm talking about like defensive linemen, defensive tackles. When you're worried about a Gallimore and you don't know how long it's going to be. And we do have some great kids on there. Double O seven. I know he's not number seven like he should have, but you know, that's our guy. OC our guy. Um, and, and he's, he's really turned it on. And of course you have to keep your, keep watching the stuff that, that, develops with Kamara and, and these are guys all the storylines are going to pick up and hard knocks and stuff and it's going to be great but keep your eye out for for you know for releases and and waivers at this so, point so you all but you gotta uh, if we're making a prediction of who's going to make the the 53 man roster whatever it is what is it 53 now yeah but we're not going to do that until next week okay but I'm saying we you're also preparing for another game C- correct so if we're just picking who's getting cut this week yeah you got to also remember we got another game. Correct. So, and you're also, you got to remember too that there are people that are just not getting any burn whatsoever. And then there's players on the team that they, they coaches grow to love in training camp, like the fullback kid. Yeah. So, even though we, this kid probably won't make the roster, they might keep him one more week, give him some more burn because they love this work ethic. Or they might even keep the kid to get that Rudy player. You, you put him on the development squad. You know, there, there's always something that coaches do you know that isn't just so cut and dry if correct. that makes sense yes yeah, correct and, I, and that's I agree. why i'm just predicting the skills the, so whoever we have seen any preseason game they're gonna go this week gotcha so you don't think that's that any good. of the uh, you don't think any of the um starters are gonna play in this next game no no not this hmm. close to tampa um, now we're close to tampa because yeah, after that, two, I, mean, I, don't, two weeks. I, I don't think that gets any burn. I don't think Zeke, Zeke listen, might get man, a series. No, nah, Zeke, you, Zeke, will, not, Zeke will not see the field. I'm worried, though. I'm worried about Dak. Okay. And the reason I'm worried about Dak is no, listen, listen. I know Sturts are shaking your head. The reason I'm worried is he hasn't played a game since the fourth or fifth week, man. We're just going to throw him in against the Super Bowl chance without any live reps. I that mean, doesn't that doesn't worry anyone. It, it does. There's plenty of people. There's plenty of people across Cowboys media and Cowboys internet right now, and especially it, Twitter, that are calling for live action. I said it too. I said, look, I think he needs to get popped. I don't think. I don't think it's smart. I don't well, bro, think it's you got to understand. You, you, yeah. I mean, what do you think? It's not. You don't think it's smart. He plays or he doesn't play. Yeah. Right? No. I think they just keep him. I mean, look. Obviously, he's he's he got what sixty eight reps in in practice. Yeah, but that's not. Um, I, I know it's not a game time situation, but at the same time, to reaggravate an injury uh, in a preseason game really makes no sense. Give him two two series, three series, he'll he'll get he'll get his rhythm back. Yeah, but I mean, it, I don't know, man. It's just uh, the fact that not, for him not for him to miss all last season, and for him not. For them not to put him in a preseason. So you're game. so you're just saying this because of the it's, fact that he missed last year. Because there's yeah. plenty of quarterbacks that just he, don't he play. He played football in almost a year, and for him, for them not to put him, not to put him in. Do you feel all, like? Do you feel like? Scares I, me a little bit with his injuries. I mean, like maybe. Yeah, but do you feel like he's not completely? Re- I mean, I don't know, man. It just doesn't make any sense. Do you yeah, feel like? Did this, you in the episode? I mean, he was throwing balls and hard knocks. You know, uh, he looked, you know, he, he was, he's just not going to overstrain it right now. I think they want to just err on the side of caution. And they should. If, look, if Tampa, if Tampa was this week, he'd be good to go. I Correct. Think. Correct. They said, like, they said, I mean? they said if the Texans game counted, he was playing. You know what I'm saying? So the, that's, that's where we're at with him. But I know what Keith is saying. There's been no live football, no actual progressions to go through, no actual defenses to read other than your own. You know what I mean? So it's, it's I totally agree with Keith's sentiment of saying that he needs some live film um, to put on, you know, because look, 
guys like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady yeah. and Mahomes, they don't got to play because it's like it's like riding a bike for them. But this guy's coming off the ankle, and he's also now coming off a little bit of a lat thing. You know, and I'm really getting tired of everybody saying, like, this is going to linger all year. Like, no shit. <laughs> like, listen, it's going to linger. He's though. sore. You guys are kind of uh, – you, you're almost now what I'm trying to say, Sturge, but there's one thing everyone's missing. I, I'm worried because when you just go zero to 100, that's dangerous. It is. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. that's what he's going to be doing. I mean, that's more dangerous to me than putting him in a series or two just for that confidence level in a preseason game. I would game almost uh, – re- ready for this? Uh, ready for this? I would almost put him in the fourth quarter of the last preseason game. Hey, what, put this – who cares? Because it's the fourth string people. hand the ball off a few times. Right, it's the fourth stringers on the Jaguars. Like, I put the, put that rep in there just so we can see I, the field. I, I, I you would, put him in and run him. Run the ball three times right. in the first series. Right. You know, maybe do I a little bit I wouldn't. I, I just don't think it's a good idea. I mean, look, not, it's a not, lot of money invested, and it, we all saw what happened when we don't have the kid in there. So yes, I, for that regard, have him at a hundred percent or what, as close as a hundred percent as possible going into Tampa. You're going to need him at that percentage. If he goes in there and plays against the Texans, I'm sorry, against the Jaguars, and he throws a couple balls and he's fine, but then he comes out of the field and then the, the practice is limited the next day because of soreness. Then you're like, oh come on, you know what I mean? Like if you could just hold off. I, listen, I'm, I'm like right down the middle right now. You like holding him off and 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 not having him play is beneficial to his long term health. I'm all for it. The problem is, yes, Keith, it's very dangerous for him to say, okay, I've done nothing against any opposing defenses for over a year, you know what I mean, or close to a year, and all of a sudden you're just going to get under center and run this offense. That's scary. And this is just not any team. And it ain't the, and it, and it ain't the Jaguars. Defense, it ain't like, the Jaguars. It's the Tampa Bay it's Super exactly. Bowl champion Buccaneers. Exactly. I totally, but listen, you know I'm what, there. Though, uh, on the flip side, too, now, if you think about it, I mean, because, you know, the, the, he's been throwing balls in practice. He just hasn't been throwing deep. You know what I mean? Um, you give him a series or two. Now, but they won't. the question is, but here's the question. Is those two series really going to make move the needle in experience, or is it a way to aggravate the injury? I mean, that's that's the pros and cons. And I think, and I think the Cowboys are listening. Four plays. That's really no difference if this he hasn't played at all. It's very. That's very true too. That's very true. What is what would what would a series or two really really do for Dak Prescott in the grand scheme of things? I don't know. Man, it's a head game. I mean, you know, just to know that you you took some live snaps. His live defense. Yeah, his mentals. His mentals. I have no concern about as far as like him being able to just get under there and grind. Right. Well, we'll see, but. That's going to do it over here on our side. Uh, be sure to like, subscribe, and, of course, follow the entire Blogging the Boys podcast network. There is a show every single day for the Dallas Cowboys fan out there. Nobody does it better than Blogging the Boys right now. And, of course, we get your week started every single Monday. So for Dave Starchio, Keith, and Brett Ernst, this has been another episode of the Jersey Boys podcast, and we will see you guys next week. to do's less time and an infinite number of tools to keep track of sometimes doing business has never felt harder but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals you can just use hubspot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier imagine this high quality leads fast closing deals wildly happy customers and more benchmark breaking quarters it's not a miracle it's hubspot visit hubspot.com to get started today